what do you want to da da da? I don't know. What do y'all think we should da da da? Well, what did we da yesterday? Hmm, yesterday. All the dolls feel like the same doll these dolls. I know. Like, is today Monday or Tuesday? Today is Thursday. <gasps> oh no, I forgot to call my mom on her birthday. Oh no! No! These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. That won't change. Not today or any day. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words, the Name Your Price tool, to tell you that our humpback whale pup gives you options based on your budget. Or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive northern bobcat. The Name Your Price tool. <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for Nichelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond. With my podcast today, I'm going to focus on the remaining episodes of my director clip notes that will close out my last season. That was season two as I get ready to prepare for my next season, my third season. So let's go ahead and get started. All right, so I just want to just go over a couple of more things here. Again, I am returning back on September the 9th, 2019. That will kick off my season three. So that would be season 2019 to 2020. Again, it would be a bi type release of my episodes instead of every week. So I did talk about that on my other podcast that I released today regarding my Malay characters that I kind of talked about a few characters there of the Malay production and just to kind of reiterate if this is the actual podcast that you're listening to right now first instead of the other one that I'm releasing today so starting in my regular season I'm going to only release episodes two times a month still on Monday still by 10 o'clock a.m. eastern time I will have those dates for quick reference on mole.com and I will put that in each of the episodes that I'm releasing the next one that's going to be you know published I might just type the whole thing but at any rate you will see it either on the description here of the podcast or on Mole starting next month. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. I want to try to keep this real short, but we got about four remaining and that's episode 49 to 52. So let's start with 49. That was the King Milan accepts Rulin's message, episode 49. That's a very good one. That's where King Milan accepted the invitation to meet up with ruling because remember during the end of season two last year it was a lead up to capturing the two when season two started up last september 2018 it was a lot of people trying to figure out what happened to echo what have you and the rulers or superiors in orion or at least Henny and lanko realized that not two fingerprints was all over that to have Echo found out by King Milan and King Milan, you know, took care of that. They're still trying to find Natu and who is supporting him. And then what happened to 
General Takan. He decides to go and meet up with Rulin. And it's a very good episode. It tells you a lot that there's some history between Milan and Rulin, not just over a woman, which is Hagar, <laughs> that over time of my last two years, you can realize that Rulin is still fond of Hagar. They have a history together. And Rulin is, you know, you know he's hating on Milan. He mad took his woman so he, he's not happy about that okay so <laughs> can get that tension so that's where you see where it says here i got my notes that ruling looked down for a moment um, to continue because king milan was giving him like okay i'm here say what you gotta say and i'm out brother I, you know i'm not digging you and ruling was like in about two apsu ruling stated that natu natu will make a move to push back those after him and that Lanko is determined to capture Natu from the orders of his Orion superiors due to the disappearance of Echo. So that's giving King Milan not only that tidbit, Natu's got a whole bunch of people after him, but Rulin also continued and said, and I know where General Tukhan is being kept. And at that moment, that's where King Milan and General Kamaratatar looked at one another and realized, okay, now you got something really that we're interested resting in and that's when ruling decide to side with king malign now season one that is it might be episode 26 you might have to double check that where it's titled queen hagar remembers the old or what have you i can't think of the title right now if I can't, I would definitely link that in the description. But anyway, Shiko sees Rulin. This is before this big war, right? Before the episode one, before the time of Princess Aminia and something happened, right? You could tell when you listen to that episode where it was a war, King Milan got hurt. And that's where, before that, all that happened, it seemed like Queen Hagar was trying to, you know, help her man. And she went to go see Rulin. With, at that time, it was General Tukhan. That's a good episode too. I like that one. And Rulin was resistant because he didn't, why do I need to help him? You know, he already won and you married him. So why I'm helping him? But she was thinking, you got to think beyond that. You got to do what's right for humanity. You have to do what's, what's right, not just what you're trying to get out of it. No matter how you feel or this, it is a duty of oneself to do what is right for the better of humankind or what have you. But really wasn't having it. And then you fast forward into episode two. And I think that was, uh, yeah, I think the, not sure, but it's the beginning. I think the fourth episode going into season two. So it's not episode four, but I think it's episode 536. Don't quote me. But that's when basically, what's the name? Go visit Rulin which is Elder Tahib, he go visit Rulin into that encavement that's it's down south of the Sedan and that's where the Nile River also flows or what have you. It's very it's a secret location. And they met up and that's where Elder Tahib was telling him, you know, what's going on, da 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 you sent a message to Korean Hagar, you know, of course we don't want her to travel, especially not to see you, because we already know, you know, your feelings for her and what's up, whatever. And then Rulin was still kinda hesitant to tell all of it. And that's when the two was making his Florence. He was trying to expand his alliances so then he can come back up and attack Milan. Okay, so that's a very good episode. That's where, like I said, Rulin decide fast forward, go ahead and help Mitzrayam. 
okay he could have said no I'm gonna back up and I'm gonna side with Natu and then go around and mess with, connect with Sunel and Natuo because they two are a mess but he decide on the behalf and at the end it does says that you can see where Rulin says it wasn't just for Mitzrayim or Kimalan to help him and his crew or what have you it was for Hagar to help her so he did the right thing in the end <laughs> that moment all right let's go and move on to so that was episode 49 okay let's go to episode 50 that's Hani discovers a new path to obtain the Astar of Mitzrayim and this is a very good episode okay this is where he followed the that tribal man that came and wanted to oust out Otin Otin was the initial one on the scene a tribal leader that was helping the two that gave the two General Tukhan okay that happened in season one and in this episode episode 50 Hani is shown an area over the the mountain in this valley we have these different huts and it says here in my notes Hani followed the unnamed tribal man into the covered and long hut surrounded by many trees an area that's not obviously seen so it's hidden right and this is after Hani entered the domain of Tamat and basically in this particular one he see his people his he's looking for someone you could tell and his high attendant was saying I don't see anybody we don't pick nobody up these are just part of the soldiers we they definitely were a part of an echo rule so definitely like Henny is like the super uh, head man over all of them and echo was underneath him and basically to move forward he sensed something or he saw something in the hut further on and there were some herbalist people was trying that was helping them right helping the soldiers to get well because I guess their um, the the water the, the flood of water came into the cave that Milan made sure that his high attendants you know closed it up with echo in there and whatever reason how they got out it still was the sulfur in there, as I, as I mentioned, the sulfur is different from the components of their liquid in Orion. So at any rate, you hear in that episode is very, very interesting because at that moment, you don't really know who they're looking for, okay? And when Hani went ahead and went further into this part of the hut, there's some type of device that they had, right? I was trying to describe that I just can see it and it was made of stones colorful stones it gave off some type of radiation type of vibration type alert and to recognize one of them that was in a disguise or something to that nature so definitely it seems like when they were found the ones that survived from the flood in the cave he must have told somebody what of a person that was trying to help them uh, in that area to hide his identity okay Hani, he sat near the soldier, squeezed his shoulder I put here, and the, the male immediately opened his Orion eyes, his deep, his deep eyes. And Hani handed the, the device, I guess they, they had, back to his high rank officer. They started to check him out and so forth. So Hani and this person was talking. At this point, you still don't know who it is, right? And suddenly the, the soldier has said, I knew you would you know, find me but you should not have risked coming to Tamat. Again, that pops up because in the episode, in a previous episode, when Henny make his entrance, he make his entrance and then there's the incident in Mitzrayim where you have four or five disguised supposed Egyptians coming into the to the palace. And then later Ezra found out, he's the high herbalist priest. And then he sent out a notice 
to the other priests in the area of Sidon, and then they come back to Queen Hagar with their findings that there's a high rank Orion that entered the domain of Tamat. So it seems like it's an intergalactical type rule that you have to, you know, communicate the entry and the exit. You just can't show up. And it brings back to that statement with this soldier telling Hani, I knew you would find me, but you should not have risked coming to Tamat. And Hani, he smiled. I got here and he said something to this to remember. He said, that is what old friends are for. I will bring you back home right so it does seem like they knew each other a long time they probably definitely were in previous battles but that's what can get from that and the seriousness and the risk that Henry took because he could have let Lane go dead but for some reason Henry felt like he needed to do it himself to make sure he bring back his friend right and the soldier at that time saying I know the upsue of me is for the eternity that statement comes to the point where Henry high rank um, officer also I guess a medical type specialist too gave Henny the sign that Echo you know was very in bad condition and of course I just said it so at the end of that episode I reveal who this person is and that's where Henny said of course because this is not your home Orion is we will bring you back home Echo and I ended it like that Echo survived for now but not well enough to the point all good and whatever but he definitely need help and they came based in the right time to help them because they would have the right medicine all right and there was a reveal later i just had a reveal about queen hagar where she's finding out about henny entering tamad so that's something major you can get that he shouldn't have done that and it sets off a whole trickle of incidents and all of that with the um, other powers that be that have invested in the heritage of Mitram, Egypt, right? So I'm getting into a little political part of that, but that was something major that he risked to do that. They was gonna definitely identify his entry into the Tamat domain. All right, so that's a good episode. Go back and check that out. Let's go move on to episode 51, where it says, when the dawn takes over the Kingo raid. So here we're talking about where King Milan was handed, um, let's see here, he said that, well, that's actually where King Milan is on the scene. He's closer to where Natu. He got the whereabouts of where General Takan is located from Rulin. And they on the scene and they are kicking butts, okay? King Kohan is there. Remember, he's over what we call Sababre. And they managed to bluster through and locate General Takan. And they found him and he's able to reunite with his son. It is so nice. And that's what he said. Yes, I see you, my son. And you with Milan. The one who always with a grand entrance that's what general Tucker said that's a good line to Milan so that also tells you that it's going to be a story of how King Milan general Tucker King Kohan there was some three properties I tell you find out all that background of them but yeah you could just kind of tell because they kind of joked a little bit of the old days or what have you so King Milan said this that I liked he said I see you as strong as ever I knew we will find you for your real for life will never accept defeat. If that's not a true statement, I don't know what is. If you go back and read the episode I did, I think it's episode 48, General Tuckon speaks truth. At that moment when he pulled put that weapon on my two, he was like, I, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna be defeated. We either gonna stand together or we're gonna fall at the same, you know. <laughs> either the way, I'm I'm not going down 
Mm, I'm going to go down like that. I'm going to go down fighting to the end. That's how General Tuckan came off. <laughs> and he said in this episode, he said, we are from the same cloth of warriors. T8 line and King Kohanic. King Kohanic had said that as well. Yes, indeed. So those three been through something, I tell you, right? So that was a good episode overall. Um, the herbalist as well, they had a medical type person there. It came on the scene, walked in, checked General Tuckan out, and they gave like, he's hanging on too, but yeah. Yeah, he's in a he's in very bad shape but came along like you know we'll still take care of him we're gonna bring you home bring to bring you back to Mitzrayam so definitely Mitzrayam and General Tuckan are Egyptians okay but then later on that moment um, one of his high officer came by and it was Hillick right Hillick um, that's H-I-L-I-K that one right so it's still over the high rank of military officers underneath the rule of Mitzrayam and gave him a message from Queen Hagar. He read it. Everybody got silent and that's when King Kohan asked him, you know, what is what is your choice of this? He said that to try to find out what was going on with King Milan and King Milan after he read the message said there has been a change in the direction of the noun. They sent Hani to enter our domain of Tamad. And that's when King Kohan replied, what is your choice of this? And to me, but why? And King Milan just kind of shook his head, thinking, you know, why would they break a galactical rule? Someone as high rank of him from Orion to step into our domain. So then that's when I said, here, King Milan, he looked around and he came back to him. And he said, I must return back to Mitzrayam before the next dawn for the Astar. That's some deep mess. I'm, it is. It's deep. It's deep. It's so many different layers if you don't know it. And then, like I said, for me, just writing the book and then and able to feel now and pick up all these things of, of going in, you know, backwards in time to put the pieces together. It's amazing. Once you open up one thing, you're like, okay, there's something else like it kind of falls into another piece that goes into another box. And you open that box and there's a whole bunch of more stories out of this. It's just amazing. Let me get to episode 52. <laughs> this is 52, which is the final season episode for my season two. And it's entitled, In the Divine Power of a Nubian King of Akun. There's so many things to talk about this. It's just, it's just off the chart. There's so many things. This is where Lanco catches up with Natu because Natu decided once he saw those, those words, he started running. Heck, he started, let me go on and we, I think more if I feel it right now that Natu aim was to try to get to Teen. Oteen was the one that he could actually trust. It was General Tuckon that told him in that episode, General Tuckon speaks truth. Don't trust, you know, the brothers, basically Sanel and Atuo. Tuo is from the north, and that's where Henny told Lanko to go and to meet with him and join an alliance. And he did, and that's when they came south. Tuo forces and Lanko. And Lanko, you know, was there trying to overtake Natu. And then you have Sunel, which Sunel said, yeah, I'm on your side, yeah, I'm on your side. Sunel is a lie. Uh, he ain't doing nothing. But anyway, so Lanko cuts up with Natu. They get into a scuffle, and Lanko said to Natu, actually said something to Lanko, that, you know, your choice to besiege me will be your last. And Lanko like, hmm, what a fool you are. And you will pay for the fall of Echo. So, dog, that says it right there, that Lanko, look, man, I know it's you. I know it was you. I know it was you, okay? And you just have no idea the force that's going to come on you, right? And Natu was like, what you mean? Da, da, da. So they just started fighting, right? And then that's when Lanko just said, don't worry, you will. You're going to find out, okay? 
And you know, I'm not alone here to defeat you for your betrayal. But see, I think now more I'm talking about this that's coming to me. Why it's like that is because Hani broke a universal when he came into Tamat without addressing designated pirate B on Tamat, which we call planet Earth, right? And that was going through Mitzrayam. To do that means that there's something else going on that is not in the attention of a positive outcome. It's like an aggressive attack. And for Lanko to say that, do you know, it's major, right? They was fighting and the two able to get away. By that time, more forces are coming in to help Lanko. So we, I fast forward and I'll bring you to the scene where we were in Mitzrayam. And you see the scene, at least I saw it, where I have Queen Hagar. She's holding Princess Hannah hand, right? And then she's holding Queen Mane hand. And there's some guards and then King Milan. I just felt at this part juncture in that access to the pyramid that only the king could walk in and only those designated a priest in that sense of, of that type of knowledge and his royal male of deals, students, pupils or what have you, okay? Understudies, what have you. They are the only one to walk into this culinary, this hallway and deep into the pyramid. They get there and I describe the scene or what have you where there's exposed what we are seeing. It is the style or at least a element of the star which we still don't know what that is right but it's something and he took a piece of it i mentioned i just felt or saw is this a, a like one eighth or one you know it's a piece of it not the whole thing of this that is a part of the star and he takes that king milan and it seems like he must be destined as part of the rulership of Mitram. That you get that access or what have you, the knowledge and so forth. And it had to be Ezra to go on and do that process of lifting that particular containment up in the pyramid for King Milan to be able to take an eighth of that. So that happened and they leave. King Milan, all the males or what have you, they leave where they have got the coordinates to where they will see Hani crossing the skies. And in that, you get a lot of information. It went real fast. So I definitely highly recommend you go back and read that. I describe where Hani is in their dome trying to leave. They have Echo and they have Nantu. Okay, so they captured the two and they brought Echo back. So, but before that happens, before that, I did fast forward where I'm talking about Hani walked up on Nantu. They caught up with Nantu. This is something very to take away. Hani walked through the Orion guards when they captured the two. And Hani, yeah, Hani walked through the Orion guards that parted ways as he looked straight ahead into Natu And he spoke to Natu by saying, Echo is alive, my brother. Brother. and you know Natu was like what <laughs> he was like you always sided with him over your own that's very deep that's something you got to remember as we move forward but yes that even stuck to me when I wrote it like what so is Echo and Natu are they brothers you see like I said if you just coming into this podcast you trying to find out what is she talking about what she mean don't she know I'm telling you, I'm writing this, but I'm sitting down, it's coming through. I'm telling you, that's how I wrote the book. It was not pre-planned and I'm just going, I'm just going with it. So I'm learning it, getting the pieces together as I'm writing it out. And then when I do these director clip notes, I'm able to come back and actually absorb what I wrote 
and able to really digest it and understand it more because I'm not pre-planning these character scenarios it's just I sit down and in front of my computer and I just start typing and then I might sit there and kind of look out and like hmm of the last one and then you know what I feel this is what it needs to be then when I go back it fits like a puzzle all right that's very important so I want to repeat that when they caught up with Natu Natu walked through the crowd of his his guards or what have you it was holding the two and he looked right into his eyes he said echo is alive my brother and being resistant and confused the two was like you know what you always sided with him over your own that's something that's going to come up in the future are they brothers what's going on is echo one of them i don't know but definitely Natu did not find well of siding with echo are they the same species are they not i don't know but in the future you're gonna find out but right now you gotta say what and he retained his composure and he said you know you will fall upon our return to orion at your judgment so Natu going on trial and that's gonna be a good 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 scene when they come through okay because Natu just is like i don't but I do feel with Natu, he 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 almost like Sunel. He he always end up getting out of this and that. I don't know how, but yeah. But that's what he said. So anyway, fast forward, they in the sky, so they about to leave, right? And he getting out of Tamap, and his officers are telling him, we need to hurry because Echo is looking really bad, and we gotta hurry and get him back to where the medicines that we have more of to help him. Then they realized, or oh, somehow they knew that King Milan had a part of this Astar, fearing that they're not gonna be able to make it out. And that's when Henny told his high attendant, you go first, you leave the main dome. I take this part and I'll destroy something. They're destroying something and make it look like that they really took them down, but not. And then you have Milan getting off his horse, looking like a hero, came out, did his little Olympic turn and threw part of that star out towards the, the dome of Henny. And then it came back, ricocheted and came back. Oh, Lord, I got to come back to that part. Yeah, that was deep when I saw it in my mind and then wrote it out. And at the end of that, Henny survived, right? He survived. And then you have where King Milan was there, Kamar Tatar was there, and a whole bunch of other soldiers. And King Milan basically said, I think it was General, yeah, here we go. General Kamar Tatar spoke in awe of what he saw, right? When King Milan got off the horse and he was trying to chase it down, he was trying to bring them down. Like, we're going to fight now. You're going to come into my domain, okay? my world okay no let no we ain't finna fly out we're gonna go on here because he knows someone initiated the war it was, it was a big war right something it was major betrayal and he's gonna like hey we're gonna figure this out. we're gonna fight this if it's you let's let's bring it you do cause of it what's going on you know and so when he threw a part of that at star it did create damage and he was able to get away so forth and then Kama Dita was like and all, all of them were and they was like now they know where you stand Milan and there are no more King Milan he was still like high in the drill and he was like man they let's bring it let's fight or whatever and King Milan said before he got back on the horse and he left other sedents here before his escape so I would take this war to him what mm-mm-mm I'm, I'm gonna say that again okay he got off his horse he took a the piece of the one-eighth of this started we don't know what that is they came from deep into the pyramids that only the king can go in to get he got the coordinates pretty much i bet you from ezra probably it had to be somebody anyway 
knew what part of what direction he needed to go for Mitraim that he would see them crossing the skies because he already figured that they coming from the south of Sagan. And he get off, he did this little Olympic turn, disc, or whatever it was. I couldn't remember if it was a disc or what, but it was just a piece, it was some type of metal. Right now I can't think in my mind how it was shaped. I don't think it was maybe similar to a disc, but anyway, he threw it and it like it connected like a, like a magnet to the doom that he felt that can bring him down but they already had dispatched out all right and that's when they thought oh general comrade is all like man that's wow now they know you mean business all right and i see it's falling so you know it's on now kimalai said no i ain't a fool it's, it is not and he left but i know he left other sedents here before his escape so i would take this war to them you can read that so many ways but at the nutshell it's not over but guess what's over? This episode. All right. So thank you so much for joining me today. Please download the app. You can get that at, on Google and Apple Store. Okay. You should. The Mole app is still being worked on. It's got to upload that. Let it go through the process. You'll get that. If you like this podcast, please share it with someone. And if you do like it, you've been following me for a while and download it, go ahead and log in and be a free free access to and just leave me a message. Like, you know what? I really enjoy this. Tell me which your favorite of character is. Go to our Facebook, Mole Facebook page. Go ahead and say, hey, you know, you can do now. You can get a fan fan badge if you like my posts associated with these podcasts or what have you tell me what your favorite character is tell me what you love about it what you don't love about it hopefully you love about it 100 percent. but at any rate go ahead and show your support as well and thank you so much for joining me today and next month will be my season three starting on september the 9th 2019 thank you so long also you <laughs> the pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film powder donut <clears throat> okay what's my line uh the only line i see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from progressive oh man that's a tongue twister huh i'm sorry i'm gonna need a few more minutes <clears throat> bulbous walrus the bulbous walrus the name your price tool only from progressive the owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words, the Name Your Price tool, to tell you that our humpback whale pup gives you options based on your budget. Or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive northern bobcat. The Name Your Price tool. <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.